0: Today is Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. An armed California man has been arrested in front of Brett Kavanaugh's house. He planned on killing Brett Kavanaugh because Brett Kavanaugh voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. Scary stuff. Ex-Congressman from Philadelphia has pled guilty to ballot stuffing and election fraud. And San Francisco voters have ousted their woke district attorney, Chesa Boudin, for his soft on crime policies. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.
1: Jose, uh, we've been uh, told by several law enforcement officials that a man was arrested overnight near the home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. He was armed with a gun, a knife, and pepper spray, and told authorities that he was there to kill the justice. Now, he was not arrested at the home of the justice. He was arrested nearby. Law enforcement officials tell us that the man actually arrived by taxi and was seen by uh, police and other law enforcement officials that were near the justice's house. So he was arrested. He was taken into custody. Um, It's a little unclear to us right now whether this case is going to be handled by the Maryland state authorities or by the U.S. Marshal Service, which provides security for uh, Supreme Court justices as well as other federal judges, or by the FBI. Um, But the man is said to be from California. Uh, He had said he had told the police when he was arrested that he wanted to do this. Uh, But that's just about all we know right now. Um, The Supreme Court hasn't had any.
0: My name is Benny Johnson and welcome to The Benny Show. We bring you breaking news right now, breaking this very instant, a California man carrying a gun, carrying a knife, carrying pepper spray, and carrying tools to break into a home has been arrested outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home. He was arrested by the authorities after threatening the life of Brett Kavanaugh, and once arrested, has told the authorities that he intended to kill Justice Kavanaugh. We repeat, this man presumably a leftist, drove from California with tools, weapons to break into Brett Kavanaugh's home and to physically harm and intended to kill the justice. This is serious stuff. He is now in police custody. How many more of them are there? This man is in police custody reading to you from the Washington Post. He is in his mid-20s and he was found to be carrying at least one weapon and burglary tools. People said, speaking on the condition of anonymity. He is, he had been notified by a person per- as a person of interest and a threat to the justice, but it's not immediately clear who provided the initial tips, people said. The man apparently did not make it onto Kavanaugh's property in Montgomery County in Maryland. He was stopped near the home on the street by the authorities. He was on his way to Brett. Kavanaugh's house. I repeat, this armed, presumably leftist, was on his way to Brett Kavanaugh's house. How do we know he's a leftist? Well, one, he's from California. And secondly, initial evidence indicates the man was angry about the leaked draft of an opinion by Roe v. Wade, striking down Roe v. Wade in the Supreme Court. This leaked draft was leaked one month ago by an activist inside of the Supreme Court. These leaks are happening and they are now threatening the lives of conservative justices. Is this the country you want? Leftists, communists, fascists. Is this the country that you want? Absolutely stunning. A activist on the Supreme Court now we have done our research on this. There are very few clerks on the Supreme Court. There are very few people with access to the internal deliberation and the draft decisions. This is a very extremely small pool of individuals that could have access to this draft decision and to leak it to Politico. And then the reporter on Politico was on Rachel Maddow's show the same hour it leaked. This was a coordinated action by corporatist Democrats who work as functionaries for the DNC inside of the court and inside of our press in order to put a target on the back of conservative justices. And now you are seeing the rotted, diseased fruit of this sickening worldview. Anything for power. Rest in power. These people are sick this man might have been successful. It seems like he was on Brett Kavanaugh's block with a gun and a knife and pepper spray and break-in tools. What was going to happen? Was he going to break into Kavanaugh's house and wait for him to come home? Kavanaugh has two beautiful little daughters, two little girls and a wife. What was he going to do? Attack them if they couldn't get to the justice? The man tells police that he was upset about the leaked draft opinion by the Supreme Court, signaling that the court was preparing to overturn Roe v. Wade, a 49-year-old decision that guaranteed that women in America can have abortions. He was also angry over the spate of mass shootings, people said, according to the Washington Post. So he's upset about the mass shootings, and so he's going to travel with a gun to a Supreme Court justice's house and shoot him? Presumably? That's what the Washington Post says. That's what the police report and these people who are leaking say about this man, a 20-year-old from California. If you're just joining us, a 20-year-old from California has been arrested outside of Brett Kavanaugh's house. Apparently, it was on Brett Kavanaugh's block. And he had a gun, a knife, mace, and break-in tools in order to enter his home. This man then told the authorities that he intended on killing a Supreme Court Justice of the United States of America, Brett Kavanaugh. This is modern leftism. This is fascism. Anything in the pursuit of power. It doesn't matter who gets hurt. It doesn't matter whose life is destroyed. We will leak. We will wreck any institution that is standing in our way. We believe that now is the start of history. Karl Marx calls it the end of history, meaning that nothing that happened before this very moment in time matters. The institution of the Supreme Court doesn't matter. The U.S. founding doesn't matter. The Constitution doesn't matter. Declaration of Independence, Bill of Rights, none of it matters. The Founding Fathers don't matter. Capitalism doesn't matter. Western, The Western traditions, Christianity, The lives of the prophets and the saints, none of it matters. Nothing matters up to this very second in time. We must seize power at this very moment and destroy everything that stands in our way. That is the worldview of the communist. And so this leak is being done with that pursuit. The goal of this leak is to harm. The justices. The goal of this leak is to intimidate the justices. It is to inspire this type of radicalism. You've seen this time and time again in the left, and we do not talk about it enough. Black supremacists shooting up entire city blocks, mowing over people in a Christmas parade. Black supremacists gunning down police officers the wild-eyed congressional shooter who was targeting Republicans in 2017. This was a Bernie Sanders supporter. This was an MSNBC leftist who shared anti-Trump memes. I went through his entire Facebook page at the time. At the time, I was reporting for The Daily Caller, and I went through the entire Facebook page of this absolute mentally ill sociopath leftist. Fascistic leftist. It is no longer operable to call them liberals. They are not liberals. They are leftists. They are fascists. And their goal is the destruction of everything that came before them and the seizure of all power. And they do not care, just like any fascist, who gets hurt in the process. Do you remember this remarkable moment from the confirmation hearing of Ketanji Brown-Jackson to the Supreme Court? Senator Marsha Blackburn asked her a question that left the judge's jaw on the floor.
1: Uh, Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I
0: provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, I can't. You can't? Mm, Not in this context, I'm not a biologist. Why is it so difficult for hardened leftists to answer that question? What is a woman? Can a man get pregnant? Do ladies have beards? Well, I know someone with a beard who's not a lady. He's a man and that man's name is Matt Walsh. He works for the Daily Wire and he has a brand new documentary out entitled, What is a Woman? Where he travels the world and asks the so-called experts in the field the simple question, define a woman. Their strange and twisted answers reveal something incredibly dark, which is that radical gender ideology is a blatant attempt by the far left to sink the true meaning of woman into oblivion. As a Christian, as a father of two daughters, I got to say this was a profound insight into exactly what world they wish to create for my kids. And it makes me want to fight even harder. I laughed. I cried and I really learned something about the world around me. Go now to dailywire.com backslash Benny to watch this bombshell documentary asking the greatest question of our generation. What is a woman? Now Justice Kavanaugh is sitting there. This is the intended effect. The intended effect of this leak, this is the result. This is a successful result of this leak. This is what they wanted the left they intended on this to happen and the reason why is pretty clear they want to threaten and intimidate and it really wouldn't matter to them if this person was successful because they would get the result that they wanted. anything for power and anything that threatens their power must be done away with. These are how these people think and it's sick. It's why their worldview must be destroyed. That's why we need to take a step back in this country and recognize exactly who is radicalizing these people. A gunman marched onto a baseball field in 2017 and opened fire on Republicans after asking if they were Republicans. And he went there because he was radicalized by left-wing corporate Democrat media. He's a huge Rachel Maddow fan. This is what happens when you dehumanize. This is dehumanization. They have dehumanized the right. They have dehumanized conservatives. And so their base, their mentally ill base, does not even believe that we are worthy of basic human rights. This is a human rights issue. And it is a security issue. John Roberts better damn well release this decision immediately. Release the Roe v. Wade decision it's the, the title of it is Mississippi versus, uh, it's Mississippi versus, uh, it's, uh, uh, I can't remember the, the exact name of the decision. This is what you must do. If you are to protect your institution, if you are to protect the justices on the Supreme Court, you must release it now. Eliminate the opportunity for these sick, mentally ill individuals to be radicalized by leftist corporate media into thinking that maybe they can go out and change this decision by attacking Brett Kavanaugh, which is exactly what's happening here. Fox News says that the man, the man's name is being withheld at this time, but that the Montgomery County Police Department are handling the investigation. This should be a federal investigation. This needs to be a federal hate crime investigation. And the FBI needs to get involved into who actually leaked. This document, far be it for me to ask for the FBI's involvement in anything, but there needs to be federal justice on this issue. This is threatening the lives of Supreme Court justices, and this is obstruction of justice because you are attempting to harm and intimidate. You have seen the protests outside of Roberts' house. You've seen the protests outside of Amy Coney Barrett's house. And now this, a maybe perhaps deadly incident, That was stopped, thank God. But here we stand. A leftist from California armed to the teeth, ready to kill Brett Kavanaugh. Arrested. What happens next? What needs to happen next is we need to find who this leaker was. We need to have federal law enforcement raid the journalist's home, just like they did to James O'Keefe, seize his cell phones, look through his data, find who leaked it, prosecute, 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 and make examples of these people because they are threatening the lives. We've said this time and time again on the show. They are threatening the lives of Supreme Court justices. This is this ideology. In case you're wondering who you're up against, this is the ideology that we are up against. Here it is. They're ready to kill for power. In case you were wondering if they're any different than Mao's red China or Stalinist Russia, The answer is no. They are willing and ready to kill for power. People are monstrous. Anything for power, and that is exactly what the topic of the show is. Anything for power. Including, but not limited to, stealing elections. That's right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. And the decision, by the way, is Dobbs versus Jackson, women health organization in the case. Just got that from the team. It's breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news also this morning. Man, we are packed this morning. Breaking news also this morning. Another incident of election rigging and now ballot stuffing in the state of Pennsylvania, the all-important state of Pennsylvania. What happened? Ex-Congressman Myers, is his name, pleads guilty in ballot stuffing case. Former congressman from Philadelphia pled guilty Monday to charges related to fraudulent stuffing of ballots for Democrat candidates between 2014 and 2018. Federal prosecutors said the Democrat U.S. Representative Michael Ozzie Myers pleaded guilty to the violations of election law, conspiracy theory, bribery, and obstruction. In the sentencing memo Friday, federal prosecutors said that criminal efforts were generally, although not exclusively, directed at securing election victories for local Democrats specifically running for the municipal court or the court of common pleas. And they had employed Myers as a political consultant. So here's another Democrat getting federally charged for election fraud. We've had a spate of these. Let's tune in and see what uh, local news has to say about this issue. Go.
1: Former Democratic congressman from South Philadelphia has pleaded guilty to election fraud charges. Prosecutors say during elections between 2014 and 2018, (coughs) Michael Ozzie Myers bribed a judge of elections to add votes for judicial candidates whom Ozzie Myers helped as a political consultant. Myers also conspired with another elections judge to cast fraudulent votes for those who had not appeared at the polls. Myers was expelled from Congress in 1980 after taking bribes in the abscam sting that led to the convictions of seven members of Congress. He served a year in prison for that. Myers is now awaiting sentencing for the fraud charges.
0: Myers is 79 years old and he was bribing election officials And he was stuffing ballot boxes in order to get his preferred candidates, all Democrats, elected. We're currently in the month of June 2022. June 6th, 1944 was the infamous D-Day landing, something that changed the history of the world. Do you know that not since that landing has the S&P 500 had a worse start to their year? Not since World War II have stocks been hammered so hard in this nation. We were at global war. Before we had such a plunge in the stock market, Amazon down 37%, Tesla down 40%, and crypto just decimated. Now is the time, ladies and gentlemen, to start thinking about protecting what you own, what you have earned. And my recommendation is to consider precious metals. And the only company to do that with is Birch Gold. They're the only people that I trust. They can help you convert your IRA or 401k into a gold and silver backed IRA and 401k. A precious metal is something that has retained its value for all time. So it doesn't matter if it's World Wars or if it's Joe Biden as president, this is a commodity that retains its value. I recommend Birch Gold because my family personally uses them to help diversify our finances. And I could not be happier with the service we received. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free zero obligation info kit on holding Gold in a tax sheltered account. Ladies and gentlemen, make your finances Joe Biden proof. Text Benny to 989898 and go gold. He also conspired with other election judges to tell voters on election days which candidates they should vote for. Candidates that Myers had selected and now former judges cast fraudulent votes for people who did not appear at the polls. Votes are not things to be purchased, and democracy is not for sale, says U.S. Attorney Jennifer Arbiter Williams in a news release. In The Sting, Myers was convicted of bribery and conspiracy for taking money from FBI agents who posed as Arab sheiks. He served more than a year in prison, so this guy's obviously clearly a scumbag, and he went directly from taking bribes in Congress to taking bribes to rig elections in Philadelphia between the years 2014-2018. How'd he do it? He stuffed ballot boxes. He filled ballot boxes full of illegal and illegitimate votes for Democrats. How and where have we seen this before? Flashback to last week, Arizona ballot collection scheme well known by Democrat operative now will lead to criminal charges. Here in Arizona, a woman indicted on accusations of illegally collecting ballots, ran a sophisticated operation using her status as a well known Democrat operative in the city of San Luis to persuade voters to let her gather and in some cases fill out their ballots, according to records obtained by the Associated Press. Fuentes, which is her last name, she's sixty six years old. She is she and a second woman, so this was a conspiracy theory, were indicted in December of twenty twenty on ballot abuse charges, the practice commonly known as ballot harvesting, which is illegal in Arizona. Fuentes is the former mayor of San Luis, in case you want to know how deep the rot goes. So here we have a Democrat congressman, former congressman in Arizona, and you have a Democrat mayor, former mayor in Arizona that go directly from public office to assisting in election fraudulence. That seems to be the career pipeline here. This is according to the Associated Press. Her co-defendant awaits sentencing and she pled not guilty. Fuentes is accused of collecting ballots during the 2020 primary election in violation of state law. Records show that she had collected at least a dozen ballots. The investigation says that The ballot collection took place outside of a cultural center in San Luis on the day of the primary election. How did she do it? Fuentes set up a card table outside and took mail-in ballot envelopes, filled them out on the card table, marked them, and then walked into the cultural center and deposited them inside of the ballot box. Again, reporting from the Associated Press. This was all videotaped, so it's caught on video. I want to see it. Fuentes is charged only with the actions that appear in the videotape, but there's more. The attorney general's office investigator wrote that there's evidence suggesting that Fuentes actively canvassed the San Luis neighborhoods and collected ballots and paid for them. Collecting ballots in that manner is a common get out the vote tactic used by both political parties, but is now been made illegal in Arizona because ballot harvesting was made illegal. Good idea. Paying for ballots has never been legal. So that is also criminal. There's no sign that she or anyone in Yuma County collected ballots in the general election, but investigators are looking into it. The Arizona Republic reported Tuesday. This is insane. This is the bombshell. Here's where it gets. Here's where it gets wild. The Arizona Republic Reported that search warrants were served at nonprofits in San Luis. The group's executive director chair, the Yuma County Board of Supervisors, said that a warrant was sought for the cell phone data of various members of the city council who had been involved in the illegal ballot collection. So, this is a broader conspiracy theory. If you've seen the movie 2000 Mules, the movie asserts that there are nonprofits and NGOs that act. Essentially as safe houses or staff houses for the ballots, and that those ballots then get sent that those ballots then essentially get collected and sent out. That is what the movie asserts. Let's see what this Arizona investigation turns up. What will happen in this investigation? What will these search warrants reveal? According to the Associated Press, search warrants for law enforcement have been issued. Ballot abuse is a felony that carries possible sentence of two years in prison and $150,000 fine. So these people are in deep trouble. What will they find? Will they find a larger conspiracy theory? That's what the investigators are saying in Arizona. We will wait and see, and we promise you we will be reporting on it. It's not just that though. Los Angeles area council election overturned because of election fraud. Incumbent must give up seat to challenger. In a suburban Los Angeles County, a race was decided by one vote and it was overturned and the incumbent will be replaced because of election rigging. Two-term Compton City Councilman Isaac Galavan must give up his seat to his opponent. The Los Angeles Times reported a judge on Friday determined that votes cast in the 2021 election were submitted by people who do not live in the district and allegedly the scumbag was organizing with other people outside of the district to come into the district and cast votes illegally for him. Now he has to lose his seat. This is not just a single-party issue, in case you were wondering if we are intellectually consistent. Recently, there was a member of Congress, Republican from North Carolina, who was indicted on serious charges of election rigging and illegal vote casting for his election and coordinating a conspiracy to get illegal votes cast in his election. How do you prevent this? Here's what we're trying to say. How do you prevent this? You prevent this very simply. 1. Audit all voter rolls. Only legal residents living in the district are allowed to have their names on a voter roll. 2. Same-day voting. 3. Paper ballots so you can track every single vote. And 4. Voter ID. It's very simple. Show me your show me your government-issued ID. We're going to match that to our voter roll, then we're going to give you your ballot, you're going to go vote, you're going to turn that ballot back in. Remember this last month when Elon Musk announced that he would be turning Twitter into a free speech company and that speech would be legal on the platform once more? Remember the demon screams from the left as they writhed and ripped their garments because there would be a place where conservatives might speak freely? Well, that's because the left knows that censorship And destroying conservative thoughts and ripping conservative websites down from the internet is one of their most powerful tools. It always is for the communists. That's why we host BennyJohnson.com and this show through RightForge. RightForge is the only internet server company that allows for free speech and will protect American virtues, like freedom of association and thought. RightForge is the internet server company that protects the American internet and they are building their new internet right now. I totally recommend that you take your company and your products online over to RightForge at RightForge.com, RightForge.com, the real American internet. Pled guilty. In Philadelphia, ex congressman for ballot stuffing. Philadelphia, Arizona, California, North Carolina. And in case you were wondering, this is a bipartisan issue. There's a Republican that got dinged for this. And we think it's as disgusting. That is as disgusting as any of it. It all needs to stop. We need to be able to trust our institutions and trust our elections in this country. And trust our elections. We absolutely do. Because in San Francisco, of all places, their DA, Chesa Baldwin, has been kicked out of office. San Francisco voters oust their district attorney, Chesa Baldwin, over soft on crime politics. Baldwin recalled. Spectacular stuff. City of San Francisco, stand up for yourself enough of this third world trash we've done documentaries in San Francisco we've traveled the streets of San Francisco we've gone there I have never felt more I have been to third world country I've been to Haiti man I didn't feel as disgusting or as threatened in Haiti which is the third world of the third world I mean I'm telling you these people have nothing than going to Haiti and seeing man the, the sickening refuse on the streets I felt worse in San Francisco I felt like I was more threatened in the Tenderloin District of San Francisco with the open drug use, the needles that cracked under my feet when I stepped on them, the roving bands of drugged out, completely zonked, you can look in their eyeballs and see they're not there, like wandering down the streets like zombies, chasing after me and my cameraman. Man, we needed like full on security. We're going to go back and do another report on Nancy Pelosi's district and the hell that she has created in her district for her people over the course of 50 years. And we're not just talking about Paul, the people who maybe haven't been driving on the road when Paul Pelosi is blackout drunk, swerving and slamming and everything. We're talking about actual Nancy Pelosi policies here. Nancy Pelosi lives in a giant mansion up on the very top of the hill. How do people live in her district? We're going back. We're going to get armed. We're going to get security. Hopefully they'll be armed. We'll see uh, to go with us because I've never felt more unsafe than traveling through the Tenderloin District of San Francisco. It is sickening. The people of San Francisco have had enough. And they have now recalled their liberal attorney, district attorney. Correction. Amazing, amazing stuff here. And good for you, San Francisco. Like, start taking some pride in yourself. Like, have some pride. You don't have to live like this. You don't have to live with the pigs in the slop. You can change things for yourself. This entire country could change. If we all decided collectively, together, that we were going to get rid of the rot in our society. This stuff is absolutely sick and good for you, San Francisco. Let's jump to the local news report on this absolute human scumbag being recalled. Go.
1: A Fox News alert. San Francisco voters ousting Liberal District Attorney Chesa Boudin and a blow to progressive prosecutors across the nation.
0: This is big, folks. You're watching Fox and Friends First here on a Wednesday morning. I am Todd Pyro. Big
1: indeed. I'm Carla Shimkis. Bay Area residents rejecting Boudin in a scathing recall election as crime and homelessness plague our cities. In San Francisco alone, look at those numbers. Larceny thefts are up 20 percent over last year. Assaults and homicides each up 11 percent. Rape up 9 percent. And this election could send a ripple effect across the nation, including in Los Angeles,
0: where DA George Gascon is facing his second recall attempt in two years and in New York City, where DA Alvin Bragg is getting loads of criticism for his liberal policies, including
1: from the city's own Democratic mayor.
0: Here we go, baby. There you go. We always knew that it would come to this. And we're very, very excited about this. This is This is what we've been talking about on this program for so long. People taking responsibility in their local communities. People saying that we don't have to live like the pigs. We don't have to live with crime. We don't have to live with the end stages of a rotted culture and civilization. A decline of our standard of living due to these people and their decisions. How much criminality can we accept in our culture? The criminality is just so prevalent because George Soros has spent, according to a recent report, $40 million to elect dozens of progressive prosecutors across the U.S. Here's how it works inside of these cities, which are the epicenter of crime. Inside of these cities, which are are the apex of where the crime actually happens, the crimes don't happen in the countryside. Crimes don't happen where I grew up, in the middle of a field in Iowa. Most crimes happen inside of densely populated areas where people are living the way they were never designed to live. They live like rats, on top of each other. There was a uh, large fire in my neighborhood in Washington, D.C. We lived in a row house. And so these houses are connected. They're old. They're 100 years old. And there was a fire that burned one house down to the very core. It was a drug abuse house, and it was a gangland house. That's how, how posh my life is. It was a gangland house, and it was burned by a rival gang right to the ground. What that fire did is it revealed underneath the house this giant nest of rats and where rats lived. And so those rats lived inside, like on top of each other in this network of holes and hovels Underground, and what happened when the fire burned? All the rats came up from the ground and spread over every. I mean, you could walk out in the middle of the day and see fifteen rats in your backyard. It was sickening. What happened, dude? Man, we left. I mean, we we saw that as a sign from God that we needed to get the hell out of there. Uh, it, it's like the curses that were sent upon Egypt. The plagues that were sent upon Egypt, we saw this as like a plague sent upon our house. You have pestilence, you have people dying, you have the fire and the flames that come down from the sky, the blood turns to water, the water turns to blood. I mean, I don't think that exactly happened, but the water in DC is really bad. So we'll see. Anyway, we saw this as a sign to get the hell out. But what you could see is you could look down into the cavern of that house and see how rats lived just on top of each other, eating and gnawing and clawing at each other. People aren't supposed to live that way. But in cities, they do right on top of each other, hovel after hovel, rat's nest after rat's nest. And people are packed in so tight and they go nuts. And then people commit crimes and criminals can go and hurt more people because there's more people available to hurt and criminals go nuts in these cities. These cities have strict gun laws and they can go commit crimes. So what is George Soros who hates America and wants to collapse this place? And how do we allow a foreign born billionaire to spend money in our elections? I do not know. George Soros should be banned from entering the United States. George Soros should be charged in our courts of law for election interference and for the destruction of our cities. George Soros should be enemy number one. And if George Soros ever speaks at or enters the United States, he should be arrested and put in prison for the rest of his damn life. He's 95 years old. This should be the way he goes out. In chains. In a jail cell. Because of what he's done to these cities and specifically to these poor minority populations inside these cities who are the people who are the recipient of the district attorneys that he helps elect. Because these guys come in and then they release the felons onto the street. What did they do in Batman, the third Batman? What does Bane do? He opens up the prisons. He opens up the prisons and lets the criminals free in order to rain down terror on the communities of Gotham. That is precisely what these district attorneys do. They open up the prisons... They let felons back out on the street. They do not issue harsh sentences that would actually perhaps rehabilitate or at the very least remove these people from society. These district attorneys only job is to release the felons onto the street. Put the criminals back among the population so they can reoffend and recommit crimes. Worse crimes, worse crimes, worse crimes every time. That's what happened in San Francisco. George Soros should be arrested. Tuesday's recall election, Proposition H on the ballot could prove a bellwether for voters' sentiment across the US, including in New York, where Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg has faced widespread criticism since enacting a slew of progressive policies after taking office in January. Around the country, we have seen the rise of so-called progressive DAs, Richie Greenberg says, former Republican mayoral candidate, who spoke about the recall effort. We here in San Francisco have lived it, and we do not want to see this great the great city of New York fall the way that San Francisco has. New York does not have a recall in its elections but its governor is empowered to remove district attorneys who fail at their jobs. Well, I d- highly doubt that'll happen with Kathy Hochul. We'll see. Bowden's loss or Boudin. I've been saying it wrong. My team's saying you're saying it wrong. You're saying it wrong. Boudin. What is that? Is it French? It's a Boudin? Chef Boudin? Chef, Chef Bouardine? Sorry, guys. I'm not French. Boudin's loss followed February's recalls of three San Francisco school members amid outrage over their decisions to spend time renaming a third of the city's schools instead of reopening classrooms due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Mayor London Breed, who in December announced a crackdown in which cops would be less tolerant of the bull S that has destroyed their city, will name Boudin's replacement in a special uh, special election held in November. Yeah, well, don't count on that person to be a hardliner. Here's how it works. You do the crime, you do the time. That's how it works in America. If you commit a criminal act, then you have to go to jail. That's the way you stop further criminal action. So whether you're looking at the guy who was just arrested in front of Kavanaugh's house or whether you're looking at the people who committed election fraud, like the guy in Philadelphia or the lady in Arizona. They're being charged for election fraud, ballot stuffing and ballot harvesting. The only way to prevent people from further threatening to kill Supreme Court justices or further harvesting ballots or stuffing ballot boxes is to arrest these people and make examples of them. But these district attorneys do not do that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how we save America. We end the criminality. We punish those who are committing crimes, whether it be threatening Supreme Court justices, leaking government documents in order to get people killed, which is exactly what they did to the Supreme Court, or whether it be election fraud in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, or in Arizona, California, or North Carolina. We must punish criminals, and we must punish foreign-born billionaires who want to destroy our American cities and wreck places, great American cities like Chicago, Manhattan, San Francisco, The crown jewels of America are being stolen by foreign billionaires who want to destroy this place, hurt you, hurt your family, and quite frankly, hurt minority communities who live inside of these various cities. And so we fight. We fight on this show. We tell the truth and we continue our battle against those who wish to destroy this great place. We want to save America and that is why we have our priorities straight. God, family, country. We were born free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. My name is Benny Johnson. Thank you for listening to The Benny Show.